Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Where today is a very big day for us here on the show. Now, look, we got all kinds of NBA stuff to get to. The Mets may never lose again. Oh, my God, it's so awesome. <sighs> but the band is back together. Yeah, it's kind of odd, isn't it? For the first time since COVID struck, Harmon and I... In studio, Alex Tyshirt, Justin Frostberg back with his Dodger cap on. The last time I saw Frostberg, the Dodgers weren't even on television. No, and that's true. A lot has are. changed. We're all back again. I'm still suing, by the way. 
Yeah, dude, all those lost memories you had for the Dodgers, man. I, I feel bad. We're going to live like kings. Trust me. <laughs> What is up? Good to see you guys. Oh, man. We're all back in studio it's now. It's crazy. We've gotten the big go-ahead to come back. So a couple nights a week, we're going to do this, get to come back and see each other. And uh, it's awesome. Complain I mean, about the 405 traffic sure, again. Sure. And, and watch the Met. Like, I wish there was something else on, but it would only be appropriate that we return to a giant Mets blowout win because, well, that's my luck. Well, uh, and, it was, <laughs> and it was perfect because I walk in and what was the thing I would always say? I would come in every night. I would say to Tysher at the same night, every night, I'd go, hey, dude, I, I come in here every night. Can you have the Mets on a television when I come in? Can, can you? Knows I'm coming in tonight. You know what he had? You know what he had? He had WNBA. Yeah. He had tennis uh-huh. and whatever movie was on Paramount Network. No, that's okay. On the TVs. I'm like, where, where's the Mets? Can we have the Mets on a TV? And he goes, oh, I don't know, Jace. Where are they? Go, just, just 737, okay? Just put them on. Put the Mets on. Just go back home. <laughs> See, it, what did that take? Two minutes till he started yapping put and complaining. Put the Mets on. Put just the Mets like that. on. No, it's, it's good to have everybody back in one space to be able to just flip you off and not have to try to say it or text it. It'd be Especially since, you know, texting is hard. You know, it's yeah. a one-hand thing. It takes too long because then the moment has already passed. By time I actually text the anger mm-hmm. that I would want when you would go off on Mets rants and stuff, so it's good. So now mm-hmm. I can just look across from yeah, you, now and I, I can just uh, you know do do those little gestures uh, as it were. No, it's and Frostburg. I think Philip Rivers was the Chargers quarterback last time I saw you. Yeah. Wow, it's been that long. <laughs> it would have been. Pretty sure he the was. Mets weren't even good. No. No. <laughs> but you we gotta were... you gotta get these innings in now because come Monday after the Dodgers sweep them. You'll be uh, done. You'll psychologically, be done it, could You'll be, be, done. it could be tough by Dude, coming next week. After that four games, we're going to have to go from three TVs to two TVs with the Mets. <laughs> well, one of them's already out, so I, I don't know if just getting that runner on base, whether Jason's already thrown a rock through that one or not. Yeah, but, d- dude, you don't want any of the Mets right now, man. You you don't want the Mets really? right now. No, you don't want the Mets right now. Doesn't matter who we have. Guys get hurt. Next man up. Look at what's happening right now. They they never. Lose you got a guy game. wearing number sixty two out there. Yes, pitching one of our, and he's one of our best relievers. <laughs> I'm well aware. It's just the he's wearing number sixty two. Yeah. So uh, big night for us here. Big uh, big reunion night. We're going to order food. Yeah, we are. Now you know. And the thing is, now here's the tough part: is that everybody's got very distinct tastes for food now. Like we used to do the whole let's get pizza. We're going to get something from somewhere else. Like now everybody's like, you know, in the last two years, my uh, my palate has changed. So yeah, no, much, I'm, so I'm still at garbage disposal. I'm fairly sure you're. No, the you same. I know where you and I are good. Ty shirts the wild card. Well, for, you know? and and Justin's allergic to a lot of things. Yeah, Frostburg wants only Dodger approved food, so we're going to get like nachos in a helmet. Or we're going to get Dodger dogs, which, hey, I'm okay with Dodger dogs. I mean, the that, flush neck brace sandwich, right? <laughs> well, you saw that story last week. I tried to pitch it. Uh, was that truck that overturned with all the insides, the filling for hot dogs. Yes. Yeah, yeah I can never unsee that, Harmon. Yeah. yeah, no, that was really one of the most disgusting things I've ever I, seen. I tried, I I tried to get to that important. wreck as soon as I just, I wanted to scoop stuff up. Just man. start licking? Yeah, just, just get it Scoop it eating. all up. Just How do boom. I encase it? What do I use? <laughs> Can I use a- <laughs> get in my building? <laughs> Can I just go get some of these uh, 
you know, the, these wonton wrappers or whatever. How do I do this? I'm just, just whatever I can cover it up in. What do you have? I have a cardboard. I have, I have loose leaf paper. Because I yes. don't have an intestine supplier. I can't make my own dogs at home. Loose leaf paper. I'll wrap it up and I'll just eat it. Uh, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations. They do apply. So, uh, uh, and the band is back. We're excited. We're excited to talk NBA Finals. Yeah, I really thought we were going to have the boys are back playing from High School Musical too. No, Ty, come on, Ty Shirt. Ty, anything you want, Ty Shirt's going to play the exact and total opposite. We would no, get, that's you. We would get. The, he likes me. Instead of the boys are back in town, we would get the girls have left the state, <laughs> like something like that. The complete and total opposite. If that's a song, I don't even know. If it's not, we should write it. The girls have left the state. <laughs> come on, we're back. Come on, uh, but. It is a big night as we wait. Again, uh, three weeks from now when the NBA yeah. Finals begin, boy, we're really getting ready for the Warriors. Well, you got to make sure everybody's healthy. Yeah, no, make sure. Make sure everybody's back. Look, sure. we already found Gary Payton could be a game-time decision for Thursday night. Yeah, so his suddenly son he can might come be, back. too. Yeah. We, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Glove, glove, man. No, dude, you've, you've played a long time ago, man. I'm sorry. We, we, need, we need your kid. So it looks like you know things are going to get back to normal. And Honestly, in in looking at this series, because I'll make my official pick for the series right now, and I'm sticking with what I told you last week. If the Heat made it to the finals, I was going with the Warriors. If the Celtics made it to the finals, I'm going with the Celtics. I'm going with the Celtics in six. Boston's youth and their defense is going to be too much for Golden State, right? We've talked all around the playoffs about, ah, the Warriors, they could get old at any moment. Clay is, is, is up and down. Steph, certain times, was getting his shot off, not getting his shot off. Look, when they played a really good defensive team in Memphis, Memphis gave them a lot of difficulty. Memphis, of course, was missing John Morant, so they were able to win that series. Uh, you're getting that. Uh, you know, to the nth degree with the Celtics and Marcus Smart. And what Marcus Smart's able to do, staying on Steph Curry, uh, you're going to have to have a tough time getting him away from Curry for Curry to really affect the finals like he has been. Boston's just got too much defensively. They're younger, and I'm taking them in six. And I and I see this being a series where the longer the series goes, the more it shifts to Boston's side, where the first couple of games are going to wind up being toss-ups because the teams have been off for a while, and the Warriors are going to have you know they're going to have that. But we saw it last year with the Suns, right? The first couple of games of the finals, Chris Paul was great. Then what happened? Boy, he got old overnight. So as this series goes on, I see the Celtics winning, taking control, and they win the NBA Finals. And then we're, we're talking about the Warriors going, is this the end? Is this the end of their dynasty? Did they, were they able to, to get one out here? What do they need to do to get back to where they are next year? I, I really see the Celtics doing that to Golden State in this series because we've seen them do it throughout the series. And we've seen them do it throughout the season. And it's a ba- they're, they're a bad matchup for the Warriors because NBA Finals and playoffs is about matchups. The Celtics are a bad matchup for Golden State. Yeah, I think there's a couple things, too. When we look at what Boston has become and the identity of the Stars and obviously Marcus Smart getting his run, even though there were a number of possessions that I still just want to sit down with him and go, okay, walk me through this. <laughs> As if I was doing, you know, the coach's tape uh, in an NFL session, right? After, you know, their day off and, and some walkthroughs. All right, let's go, let's go to the tape. What did you see here? And that's Marcus Smart uh, in several occasions. But the, the thing that concerns me, and obviously I had picked the Boston as my team to, to rise up and make this monster run back in January. So I'm feeling like uh, I want to pat myself on the back for that. So good job, me. 
the thing that concerns me you can't is, you only have one good arm no but you that's the thing that. you can't fortunately I'm, I'm lefty so the fact that my right arm is injured okay. means i can still do a considerable amount of damage and i can still pat myself you're at, on the the, back. note to self harman's actually trying to pat himself well on the i wanted back to right show now. you that i was not as inflexible and pathetic Okay. As you were making me out to be. I'm, no, I'm just saying well, you, no, have, you had one hand. One thing I have done during the, the pandemic is yeah. I've been better about health, yeah. stretching, sure. trying to sleep when I can. All mm-hmm. those things that you always that you were always told to. At some point, I finally just succumbed to that and said, <laughs> all right, it's time. It's time, man. And I still fell and, and, and broke my hand. But the thing with the Celtics that concerns me is the number of games where they'd have substantial leads and it would get frittered away. And all of a sudden, offensively, getting a little loose, getting out of what the game plan is. Again, alluding back to Smart uh, and others, not looking at the shot clock. It's like, you got 24 seconds. What are we doing? Why are we forcing up a three with 22 left uh, on the on on the clock? All, all of those kind of things. So that concerns me. The, the other is the ability of the Warriors to uh, bait you into... Stupid fouls, i.e., fouls that don't exist, but get called by a referee based on yeah. appearances. No, and that, that, and that's, that's a I big deal. Where, that's, where Marcus that's the, Smart. That's what I'm most concerned be. about yeah. the Celtics at is how do they handle the pressure of the finals? Do they get baited into what the Warriors yeah. want to do? Because that's my why. I said that's a big concern for me. And with the that. defensive yes. interior, right? When we start looking at Williams, how healthy is he? Because a lot of the points for Golden State, even though the reputation has changed the game with the three point shot. Well, the Celtics shoot more per game. I mean, that's statistically, that's just valid. But where we're talking about the defensive interior, right? Can you limit the points in the paint and after the extra pass, those easy buckets? Because that's where the Warriors feasted in the last round. With Memphis, a lot of flying around, but there wasn't a lot of discipline defensively at times. So they'd be able to make the extra pass and find you know the back door wide open. Here, Boston's got to stay aggressive, but foul trouble could limit them quickly because you see that bench shortening up, right? They only finished playing seven guys in that seventh game. So it's one of those uh, chess matches that they'll have to win. I still think they have enough talent, and offensively they can match, and maybe you have some of those going-so-old moments that you speak of that allow the Celtics to rise up. And that's I'll still take them. I think it's going to take that seventh game, though. It, it, the guy who's the big key to the series for me is not Jason Tatum. Not it's my Al guy. Horford. Not my guy. It's Al Horford. Is it Larry Bird? It's Larry. <laughs> it's Kevin. It's can Bird and McHale, you know, work it down low enough? Can, can they get the ball to Robert Parrish? Uh, the guy for me, honestly, is Marcus Smart because I know what I'm going to get from Jason Tatum. I know what I'm going to get from Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. But Smart can't have games like he has had this. First of all, he's got to be healthy. Because if he starts missing games, I mean, that's a huge deal. That suddenly Steph Curry is running free and getting his shots. Marcus Smart has to stay healthy. He can't have games, though, where he is, hey, I'm effective defensively, but I'm going to give you five points and four assists offensively. Like, he can't he can't have just a one-sided game defensively. He's got to be able to be that third guy to be able to help them put points on the board and run the offense. He's got to have that kind of series. Because if he has three games where he's like five, six, and seven points, kind of looking at the series Jimmy Butler had, right, but to a different extent where Butler had had four really fantastic games. He had three absolutely crap games, too. Sure. You can't have that. Like, Marcus Smart's got to have that consistent time where he's contributing offensively 
actively in running the show, and he's also able to do it. Kind of like having a Drew Holiday series, like Holiday, 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 yes, series like he had in the finals last year. So for me, he's the guy that's the key. Because I know Jason Tatum's going to score 30, 35. He's going to get his points, right? He's going to show, hey, I'm a big superstar because that's Jason Tatum. Uh, but that, but if Marcus Smart can have that kind of series, I have no worries. But you look at every game the Celtics lose, there will be a correlation between the game Marcus Smart has and the games the Warriors win. I'm banking that he has more uh, more good than bad, much more good than bad. If he has one bad game, okay, because he's going to be the guy that's going to bring the series home, I'm telling you. Mentioned him before. I need some out of uh, Robert Williams, and I, I need that body to hold up. Uh, to create some chaos down low. But Derek White's going to play a big factor Look here. at you, Derek White! Yes, Derek He has White. to. Yeah. Like, defensively, right, he got all NBA defense votes. But the bigger thing is, they're going to need some firepower off the bench. Yeah. James Posey, Jerry C. Sting, those guys. Well, you never know. Your guy, Nick Stauskas, if he's cleared. <laughs> hey, Nick Stauskas! Sorry, I had to do it for you, buddy. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Now, before we get into uh, the big anniversary in the NBA, I have to say this. Now, I, I wasn't really paying attention on Thursday when we all went to see Top Gun because yeah. it was dark and night. Goose! But it's, it's, Where's Goose? How about that shirt I sent you? Was that not the, the bombest uh Oh, I'm getting that shirt. Design? The picture of Goose? Oh, I'm getting that yeah, t-shirt. quickest shirt I've bought in my life. Did you just say boughten? Yeah. That's not a word. Okay, broughten. No, it's just bought. You just Brought bought words. something. You really said boughten. <laughs> yeah, what are all words Brought made up? Where'd you go to school? Uh, nowhere. Yeah, apparently so. Hey, it's hey, you know what? It's the English language. If you can get enough people to start saying it, they'll add it it's, to the uh, dictionary. Yeah, selfie's a word. It's a, it's the quickest It's the quickest shirt I bought in my life. Yes. Bought is not a word. That's it was the happiest it made me. No, you say it's the quickest shirt I bought in no, my was, life. I got to say, though, there were probably five or six different goose designs. That one was the best. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kind of Him smiling. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, because I like to see that. Because Frostberg sends me the the gif of him ejecting from the canopy all oh, the time. That's I'm the like, best. repeatedly. Dude, why, why? That this... has become his go to the last yeah. couple weeks Wait. as your anticipation of this movie. And that's how you was... know I mean business. <laughs> like every time we talk about Top Gun, he said, "Remember when Goose died?" Sorry, spoiler. Remember Goose? Oh, he hit the canopy. Hit the canopy. I'm like, oh wow. I mean, how does he not see it coming three times in? Why? <laughs> As you can remember, see, they had trouble with the, the yeah. apparently the F-14s have an issue with the with the ejection I want to go back and start reading up. Yeah. You know, is that why they had to move on from that yes. design? Because of consistent failure in the in that release? They couldn't eject. They couldn't That's make a problem. It, they couldn't make it easier. You said, I got to grab the handles. I ejected. Terrible. Now, apparently there's problems uh, yeah, with it. That's kind of a spoiler alert. But, uh, no. No, I, people know Goose died. But people here's the know thing. Goose you know, with uh, uh-huh. Matt Madeline goes, goes back to school today, uh-huh. and they start talking about, yeah, what did you do? And then a bunch of finals. But they get to, you know, the snack part, you know, a couple of minutes of, of just hanging out. It's like, what'd you do this weekend? It's like, a lot of soccer. And then I went and saw Top Gun. Like, <laughs> you went and saw Top Gun. Like, what we do with my dad. We, we, yeah. we go and we do things. And, and it's like, what did you think? And I guess she gave a big response. And they all just kind of looked at her and walked away. Like, that was a deep thought <laughs> on a movie. Like, you couldn't just say it was good, huh? It's, it's too easy for you. Evidently, she is... Um, Seen as using too big 
word like the word verb verbiage and the word usage something that you're not accused too, of ever apparently over the top <laughs> most of the time i am i was trying to he's accused down of using big words like tie shirt like boughton but that's, that's the, the thing funnest. Is, is she'll say something that's like what does that not mean? a word and her teammates will look at her or her classmates uh-huh. going, what are, you, what are you doing? Okay. So she uses, she uses, Which I used to do when I'd, when I'd write my copy for Yahoo and, and later Fox. Like, can you take this back and kind of change up yeah. how you're laying this out? Because nobody's going to understand. No, it. you want to talk like Jim Lampley. The mm-hmm. mellifluousness of the conflagration of... Yeah, and, and you're like, I don't know what Jim Lampley is saying. Yeah, but, but here's okay. the thing, is that at the time I was really doing most of my writing, I was in the middle of an MBA course of study, mm-hmm. which meant I'd be switching from, here, this has to go into a professor as a as a huge chunk of my grade, so this paper has to be on point and all the terminology and everything else. And then I'd switch to start talking about stolen base leaders for the week and opportunities <laughs> and, and, you know, where the catchers are struggling and, and pitchers and their hold times, where, like all of that. And you'd have to try to shift down. Mm-hmm. Problem is, verbiage, I was still kind of in the other mode. Like, stop it! <laughs> uh, one update to give you right now from yeah. Major League Baseball. First of all, Frostburg, y- y- don't worry about the Dodgers playing the Mets. You guys can't beat the Pirates. Okay, you're losing to the Pirates right now. All right, the so Pirates just, are good when just, they're in L.A. You better you better hope you don't play the Pirates in the NLCS. You're going to be in a well, lot of... Well, it's the exact opposite <laughs> of what happens when teams go down to play in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it's always the, the joke. I mean, obviously... Boston just went and beat Miami, but the, historically, it's the you go there, you party, and you have problems. Mm. Here, come to L.A., evidently, you, you get your game face on and yeah. you get your focus. Uh, Trey Turner has just singled, so his hit streak now sits at 23 games. Uh, so another week, and we can start treating the hit streak seriously. Because when it gets to 30, it's when, okay, now it's going to, and then everybody loses it. But a uh, 23-game hit streak now for Trey Turner. Uh, Pirates, though, on top of the Dodgers, 2 nothing. I think if the Dodgers lose tonight, and the Mets, you know, hold on to win this game ten nothing. Uh, do the Mets have the best record in the National League? I think they might. Ooh, Can we not do I this? Hang the banner, I yo! Might. I was hang all excited about being back here, and now you want to hang the the end of May banner. Hang the banner. June first, Mets have better record than Dodgers. No, but that's it. Is that is that what we're doing? Because you already were hanging the banner for your yes. Jets off season. Yes, we, so now you're we won the off season for the first two. Two months of the Again, season. This may be as good as it gets. It may not get any better than this. I mean, I'm, I'm all the find your wins guy and all, but there's a lot of season to be played. No, there is. There is. But this is, I mean, this may be as good as it gets. June is usually when things start have to start happening not good. So I'm, I'm okay with that. It, it, it may be now. Things it may start be happening good. not good. Yeah, you got tonight. <laughs> Enjoy it. It's June 1st tomorrow. We've got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? Who needs tomorrow? Uh, Let's to- make it last, babe. But speaking of tonight, tonight is the four-year anniversary of one of the most famous plays in NBA history because... It was four years ago tonight that this happened. Tom Moore, then an Indianapolis, oh, the offensive coordinator. You got a busted play here, and then, oh, no. and then Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose, and it's alive. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, forklifting people, and Vince Wilfork, and forklifts, and Brandon all Moore kinds of back things. into his quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never seen this, this before what in White my used life. To do to people forklift. Yeah, them. lots of forklift. All right, you're out. You're out of the food uh, uh, circle tonight, Ty shirt. That's all it took. You're out, man. You're out. You are. But so I'm sending out. your goose shirt back. You are out. What you bought it for me? Oh, no, that I changes didn't. everything. 
I didn't actually. No, you, you didn't bought it for me? You no. Bought, you bought it for yourself? <laughs> it was too good. I bought it. I bought it. My ill-gotten bought and booty. Is I'm calling Gronkowski. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was four years ago. See, I you, had a whole other story you know, to segue off of because it's something I heard on the drive up. And I'm like, you know what? It's a little early in the night for what I was about to lay out. You know, we'll save that one per hour four. I, I, I got to say, maybe doing the show from home was the right call. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe well, this will I mean, be. These it. guys are a little animated. Maybe this will be. Feel it. a little chesty, <laughs> and everybody's a little giddy to be back. It's different energy. It is. Uh, so four years ago tonight, this happened. J.R. Smith brings it back out. Throws it to Hill. Hill shot blocked, and we'll go to overtime. You get the feeling J.R. Smith thought the they had the lead. He no. didn't know the score. Watch James. Now wanted a timeout, but too late to get it. And five minutes go up on the clock. Overtime here in game one. J.R. Smith's huge boner. Yes, that drop is from that night. That's a four-year ago. My voice sounds great. Uh, ABC (laughs) on the call there. Yes, it was four years ago tonight, game one of the NBA Finals between the Cavaliers and the Warriors. George Hill at the free throw line. The game tied at 107, and Hill missed the second of his free throws. Just for a second, we forget that, oh, we want to blame J.R. Smith. You missed a free throw that could have given you guys a lead in the win. But this was the ball that J.R. Smith rebounded, dribbled out, uh, forgetting what the score of the game was, and looking up, LeBron wanting the ball. It's not passed in time, and they wind up not getting a shot off. It goes to overtime. The Warriors win, and they wind up sweeping the series. And the meme, to end all memes, with LeBron yelling and pointing and J.R. Smith standing there, uh, was birthed very shortly after. So with the four-year anniversary of this play, and we've seen J.R. Smith try to talk about this many times. It's one of the most famous plays in NBA Finals history. I mean, it's it's the mm-hmm. butt fumble version of for the NBA. And yes, did he know what the score was? No, he did not. And he tried a bunch of different ways to explain it at the end, saying, oh, I thought we were going to get a timeout. I was waiting for a timeout. The timeout didn't happen. So that's kind of what I was waiting for. I thought I would get the rebound. I didn't want to go up for a rebound shot because Kevin Durant had like four blocks. I didn't want to be number five. Uh, then after the game, he kind of changes tune a little bit. And, and, and we got two or three different explanations from J.R. Smith. And clearly... Did he know what the score was? No. But I'm going to give you another hot take after watching this again with fresh eyes now, four years later, yeah, watching okay, this today, okay? Watch J.R. Smith get the rebound away from Kevin Durant. Now, forget for a second, Durant is a little off balance. He could have gone right back up and, and either gotten a basket or he could have he could have gotten a foul. Maybe drawn a foul, sure. Uh, yeah, if he was waiting for a timeout... Why didn't he call the timeout? If he thought we're going to call, why did he get it? You had a timeout, right? I got the rebound and I got it. I'm calling a timeout. Why didn't you do that, right? You have the ball a foot from the basket. J.R. Smith is a guy that likes to score. He's not a guy that's afraid of the ball. He's not afraid of the moment. He would put up shots to the Knicks. I would say, what the hell are you doing? He's not afraid to shoot. He is never, what suddenly now at the end of the game, he was afraid to shoot. He was afraid. I don't want to go back up there. You're a guy. You could have been the hero, man. No, no, no. I'm not going to do it. So yes, we talk about him not knowing the score of the game. But I'm going to go. I'm going to give you one further. Watch that replay, and I'm going to say this, and now you're never going to see it the second the, the same way again. He forgot which way the Cavaliers were going. Oh, he was driving to the other end of the right? basket. He yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. which way they were going. He forgot who was taking the free throws, 
and he was, I'm going to get this and try to go up the court with it. Right, and I, I I forgot this. I'm going to try. I'm going the other way with this ball because we we're go for some reason. That's what was in his head at that time because nothing he did made sense. Right, the whole dribbling out, not knowing what the score was, game was tied, all this stuff. If he really was thought the game was tied again, he would have called a timeout. But watching it again, tell me, and now you can't see it any other way. Where he <laughs> thought for some reason, yes, we're going the other way with the ball. I'm and on I'm, a fast I'm, break, and I'm going, going the, other the way. wrong way, right? Because it ha- you know, look, it can happen to people. I've seen it happen to people in sports all the time, right? We're going one way. You think this is happening. But watch again, and now I can't unsee it that way. Because I'm watching going, he really looks like he doesn't know which way they were going. Even though he's being the second guy, and you know, in, in order, uh, you know that you're shooting the free throws. I think he lost where he was, had no idea, and thought, we're going the other way now. Because that's kind of where it is. Trying to dribble out. Pass there. Why is he trying to dribble out away from the hoop? There's no reason for him to do that, right? So that's what I see now. In it, four years later, it looks like he just didn't know which way they were going, and he was wrong way. J.R. Smith. I love it. Yeah, because you always wanted the isolated audio. You ever hear that on the uh, classic rock stage? Like, here we're going to give you this cover from you know this song from Queen from 1974, and we're going to isolate Freddie Mercury's vocals right here. Check this out, right here. Oh, that's the best. You know, those are some of the best things they do, right, on radio. You got to go on YouTube and listen to David Lee Roth's Running with the Devil. Oh, my God, that's the best. All of of a sudden, for no reason, he goes, ah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's about as good as it gets. But I, I want the audio isolated of LeBron. Of you're going the wrong way. What the blank are you doing? Where are you going? Whatever he might have said in that moment beyond the, you know, almost ZZ top like swirl of his arms pointing in the opposite direction because he's also calling for the ball and and jr doesn't even look at him like what, mm-hmm. what, what why am i yeah. giving it up i've got a potential fast break the other way or i've dribbled it out successfully right instead uh you've got chaos but i like that theory i do i mean i, I can't see it any other now, way now that. now that you uh you lay that out there certainly and i hadn't revisited the play in the while i you know obviously four years ago we broke it down uh, for several nights, watched the excuses change. He was on this podcast, you know, his, and, and talked about how he called Ty Lue and apologized. And Ty Lue said, well, he made a basketball play. It didn't work out. Now, we also have to remember, overtime, game one. Mm-hmm. A lot of basketball to be played there. Yeah, no, and I, I don't it, know that. Yeah, so I don't know that it changes the series any because it was still a sweep. Even if they they get they got to get a basket, right? If they get a basket, they win that game. I I still think it's a maybe sweep. maybe you still get the gentleman sweep, but the yeah the the when when you look at it this way uh, in, in in how you played this out, I, I now look at J.R. Smith uh, and this play a little differently, and LeBron's reaction a little little differently than I do. I mean, there's, I, I can't see, after seeing that today going, it looks like he just doesn't know which way they're going. Because get, getting it from the perspective of he didn't know the score, right? Because that's what we talked about right away. Sure. He didn't know what the score was. And he was afraid to go up with a shot, all these different things. But I, I see it the other way. He just got lost and didn't and didn't know which way to go. Well, because, yeah, Durant's body is turned to where I don't know that he can make a play on him. Yeah, because when he goes up, he does a great job getting the rebound. Where And Durant is back and he's kind of coming forward. Like if J.R. Smith goes up, he's... He's gonna, just he's goes up strong to the right side of the basket. Right, because that right side of the basket is there from, like, yeah. everything is there. So it's a much different way to see this, but now I can't see it that way. 
It's like when you say, hey, I'm going to show you a picture of something, and I want you to tell me what you think. Okay, I think it's this. And it's like, well, well now I, I can't see it any other way. Right now, that's all I can see. I can't see it from, oh, maybe it could be Are we talking about the else. dress again? No. In which color? No, oh, the dress. That's an that's a, that's a internet hoax. That's just an internet <laughs> hoax. No, I mean, like, if, if you see something, like the picture of, do you see the old woman or the young woman? Yeah, right? Yeah, the one, sure. Like, if you see that picture, right? Oh, do you see? It's a, if you say, do you see the old woman? You would see the old woman and not see the young woman, right? All I see is the old yeah. woman now. I don't see. The, if you say, "Do you see the young woman?" Oh, I see the young. Woman. But if you say, "What do you see on this?" You can see either one. But now that I've after after thinking that today, going, he just I think he did, he forgot which way they were going, and instead of going up, thought we got to go back the other way. That's kind of what I see. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Carmen. So there is your hot take on the four year anniversary of J.R. Smith's Blake. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So last night, you know, we look back, Memorial Day, a big day in Major League Baseball to look back and see where we're at, where we're going, who do we believe in, the Mets, who do we not believe in, Angels, you know, all kinds of things like that. <laughs> um, and, and we talked about the Yankees a lot. And, you know, Yankees were my preseason pick for the World Series, and, and that's where they're steaming to right now. They've figured everything out. They weren't the overwhelming favorite. Mentally, they're in a good spot. Defensively, they're much better than they ever were. And we spent a lot of time in the Yankees. And I got a lot of people saying, oh, so Yankees-Mets, 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 Yankees-Mets. Yeah, Yankees-Mets. Now, honestly, if I had to make my pick right now, who I expect to see the Yankees play in the World Series, and I'm going to surprise you so you know it's real, uh, because yes, the Mets have been fantastic, right? The Dodgers have been fantastic. But if I had to pick somebody right now, say the World Series on this Memorial Day, couple of days, benchmark day, I would say the Yankees and the Brewers. Because the Brewers are an October-proof team. Because they do everything well, right? Long balls, number one in the National League in home runs. Second in stolen bases. Right, So they can manufacture runs. They hit a lot of home runs. They're at the top of baseball in every pitching department. And most importantly, they are number one in quality starts. So this tells you that you're not, they're not going to run into a, a, a downtime during the season or in the playoffs where, hey, we just have to start a reliever and hope that we're going to have a bullpen game here. Because how many times you see that during the playoffs? Where, well, it's going to be a bullpen game. We're going to give it away. Number one in quality starts. The Dodgers usually find a way to fall short. Right, that's kind of what happens to the Dodgers. Whether it's they stop hitting, or you know, suddenly their deep pitching is not as deep as it was. The Dodgers find a way to fall apart. The Mets, how many injuries can they say? All right, we're good. 
right? Like I'm, I'm expecting DeGrom and, and Scherzer to come back and be really good and McGill to come. But it really, how many guys can get hurt, right? There's so many things can happen. The Brewers are... October proof. This is my Midwest bias, right? It's Midwest bias. Ah, the you've got a mid, you've got a Midwest, Midwest bias, bias now. They are apparently so with, with the Brewers. Is that they are just solid everywhere. They got a great bullpen. There's no weaknesses. But you think about how they, there's not one. There's not one aspect of the game where I could say, boy, I really worry about this. Where you can worry with the Dodgers with their pitching depth or the Mets with their injuries. The Brewers, it's well, they hit. They, they hit for power. They manufacture runs. Their starting pitching is really good. Starting pitching is deep. Their bullpen is really. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing. There. There's no. There's nothing that tells me I'm worried about the Brewers when it gets to the postseason. Yeah, Dodgers health consistency in that rotation, uh, and certainly the back end. You know, we. You thought you were sweating, Jansen. I don't even know what you're calling it now. Oof. You like, are, that's a whole other world that you've now entered. You are drenched in Kimbrel. That's where you are. That's pretty good. I like that. We just need to figure out how to visualize that and put it on a shirt because uh, we could probably sell a bunch of units. Your point about the Milwaukee bullpen, that's where it's at, right? When you look at what Hater is at the back end, it's there are no stressful moments. Comes in, boom. Right now, four, four hits, six walks allowed to 16-plus uh, innings, and he's got 18 saves. Right, the the door shuts. The middle relievers uh, are all getting it done, uh, and the bridge guys. So that that's the thing for me is uh, I'm first looking at. I'm working backwards. I want the bullpen first. If I know I've got a bunch of arms that I trust. Uh, I can get the, get work my way back because now you're only requiring starters if you have a good bullpen to go five. You're wishing and hoping mm-hmm. maybe that you can get a sixth and maybe get a guy into the seventh with regularity. But if your bullpen's strong enough, and the Yankees have shown that in the past, right, where you had guys that were, all right, you're the sixth inning guy, you're the seventh inning guy, and, and et cetera. So for the Brewers, yeah, I can, I can certainly see that. The other team that's right on pace and they still don't have their superstar, if we're going to do it with the Mets and the guys you're missing from your rotation, is you look at San Diego. Did yeah, they Padre, learn? From, Padres have been did really they good. learn from last year, right? Did they shore up where they they faltered? And how quickly do you get Tatis Jr. back? And does he regain his swing quickly, right? Because something's got to give in there. Likewise, I mean, Hosmer had that really nice April, bit dismal in May, and and certainly hearing it from he's got a really weird connection with local media and fans there. But the point being that you, you've got guys that can hit. You've got seemingly enough pitching. You get your superstar back, all bets are off in the West. Yeah, but then you don't win the division, and suddenly it's good luck. No, but, that, but, that's, but that's the thing, You've got to win the division, man. You can be one game, and you're, and you're done. But that's, but that's the other part, and that's the question with the Dodgers. For as many things as we could point out have been struggles, and we watched Urias tonight getting lit up. We watched Bueller yesterday give up a couple home runs early, and there's a lot of anxiousness. Kershaw getting back to rehab assignments, as are other members that are on the injured list. How quickly do they get back to form? But even with all their issues, they're still atop the division even with all the bullpen issues, and you know there's a Brinks truck full of money ready to, hey, who who can we get? Who can we go out and get? Tap them in. Let's go. Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. If you miss any of our show, our best of podcast goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. It is there. Rate us, subscribe, download. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it is there. iTunes, trust us.
We'll love you forever. Uh, coming up next, boy, we have another huge game in the NHL. Another big story out of the NBA. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Well, joining us now on the hotline, MLB Network, NHL Network, all kinds of insider information from our next guest. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, the aforementioned John Paul Morosi. Uh, JP, again, I'm going to have a tough time hearing you because I'm really all the way up here in first place you know, with the Mets, so I'm really far away, so you may sound very echoey, so you have to talk a little bit louder for me to hear you tonight. I, I will do my best, and meanwhile, the, the schadenfreude at the status of the Phillies is at an all-time high as they are desperate for a win. They've lost four in a row, and there they, there they are now at home, trailing in the 11th inning. Both teams scored in the 10th, and now the Giants have scored in the top of the 11th to take a 5-4 lead, so your, your closest division rivals uh, continue to flounder. Meanwhile, uh, I just checked my alerts, and it appears there was another goal scored in Game yeah. 1 of the Western Conference <laughs> Finals after the game actually concluded there with that 8-6 win by the Avalanche. Now wait, now let me set all you guys straight here about the Mets division for a second. Oh, the division stinks. The reason these teams stink is because they're all playing the Mets, and the Mets are beating Everybody. How many games have they played so in division? Go do your math. They've played the Phillies, the Braves. Those are the only teams they played. The Phillies, the Braves, <laughs> the Marlins, the Nationals. They're all losing because they're all losing to the Mets. All right? So it's like, oh, they say, no, the Mets are beating everybody. That's what it is. Well, that's, that's and, and I'll say this. Uh, certainly the Mets tonight, a 10 nothing win over the Nationals, and, and obviously uh, the starter for Washington tonight, uh, the former Game 7 hero, Patrick Corbin. So they are they are earning their wins. And I realize the Nationals are not the Nationals of old, but uh, the Mets, I think, have done a pretty admirable job. Now there was, though, there was that three-game series against the Giants in which they lost two out of three. So that was probably the best team they've played in a while, and they were not able to get the series win there. They also lost that series against the Mariners. So some minor issues here and there, Jason. It's it's not going to be an unfettered march between here and the World Series championship, but things do continue to look good for the Mets, even without – what three fifths of their normal rotation? So they're uh, they're still performing pretty admirably. I I do wonder, Jason, if perhaps they're going to be one of the teams I'm talking about a lot leading up to the August second trade deadline as they look for starting pitching. All right, so I'll ask my NHL question uh, in a minute. But for the Philadelphia Phillies, is Girardi getting fired this week? Well, I don't. Uh, I'll say this. I don't know, first and foremost, but the the pressure is rising. And uh, we might be seeing in real time uh, how things are unfolding there. It just does not seem like there is anything good going on for the Phillies right now. Todd Zalecki, who covers the team, uh, beat reporter for MLB.com, said today that he thought it was a 50-50 chance that Girardi finishes the year as the manager, which is pretty startling when you consider – 
Joe's pedigree when the season began. I'm trying to say that basically sure. when the when the year began, you never would have thought that Joe was in trouble, but he clearly is. And and it's not as though we're hearing a big sweeping words of support and and pledging for the full season from the likes of John Middleton or Dave Dombrowski. This is a team that that was supposed to be a lot better than they are. Their defense was supposed to be better. The lineup was supposed to be better. And I think one of the other things that we have to remember here is that Harper can't play the field because of his elbow. And until that changes, the the lineup is not going to be at all what they expected it to be. The defense not really working. The bullpen's just been okay. I mean, this is a it's a pretty surprising set of circumstances that Joe Girardi's job is in jeopardy, but I think it's fair to say that it is. You know, JP, when we were talking about this a few minutes ago, we, we, we talked about looking at the Memorial Day deadline and wh- where we are with teams. And last night we spent some time on the Yankees. I, I made the preseason pick of the Yankees to win the World Series, and I'm pretty happy with that. I said Aaron Judge is going to be the MVP. I'm pretty happy with that. If I had to look at the National League right now, you know I'm being serious because I'm not just going to say, the Mets! Right. Uh, look, how many injuries can the Mets withstand, right? The Dodgers usually find a way to hit empty on the gas tank sometime during the postseason. If I had to pick one team right now to say who's going to make it out, out of the National League, looking at this benchmark day here, Memorial Day, I would give you the Brewers. Because the Mm. Brewers have no weaknesses. They hit home runs, they steal bases. Their bullpen is lights out, they lead the league in quality starts. I feel like they're October-proof right now. And and if I I had to pick one team to say who's going to navigate it and can navigate that right now, I'd give you the Brewers. So it's it's a very fair point. Uh, I would actually disagree slightly and go with the Dodgers because I'll say on the Dodgers for a minute and then I'll go Brewers. Dodgers, number one, they're, they're where they are right now best record in the National League without Kershaw barely pitching at all this season um, and Dustin May who is due to come back at some point in the middle of the year and and you see what the lineup looks like now you can tell Freeman and Betts are just such a great duo that they've become really close friends off the field I, I like the way this team sets up and I think we're, we're going to see an even better version of Trey Turner as the year goes along as well as he of course enters free agency with the Brewers the the, the last uh, the, the last bit of uh, pitching injury news now with Freddie Peralta on the IL for a while. I'm not sure what his future looks like for this year. And then Woodruff also is laying on the IL. Now, they've got a couple of guys that they brought up, Ashby and Small, both very good. Um, and Hauser, I think, is one of the very good underrated pitchers in baseball. They're a really good team. I, I, certainly, they're going to be in the playoffs. So I have every confidence of that. But in a seven-game series, against the Dodgers, even though, as you mentioned, the Dodgers have shown their vulnerability in October's past with the exception of 2020, I I really do believe the Dodgers are the most complete team right now with current personnel and also believing the Dodgers are going to get healthier as their guys come back. And I just, I, I, I still have question marks. If you were to ask me how many more starts this year, does DeGrom make? How many more starts this year does Scherzer make? I just have a lot of uncertainty with both those answers. Jason Smith Show, Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. On the hotline with us, our buddy, a Michigander, MLB Network, NHL Network broadcaster. He's all over the place, NBC Sports writing. Uh, he's a man who knows everything, a renaissance man. He's our guy, John Paul Morosi. On Twitter, at John Morosi, leave out the H, J-O-N-M-O-R-O-S-I. 
Hi, Mom. Uh, so, JP, as I read off all of your your efforts, the work you do as you plug yourself in each night uh, to get your batteries uh, refreshed, uh, I ask this question with a little tongue in cheek, but eh, kind of serious. Why are there Why is there higher scoring in the NHL playoffs uh, than in Major League Baseball? <laughs> <laughs> Now, that is a great question. Uh, you're referring, of course, to the 8-6 final. Remarkably, in this game, there was only one multiple goal scorer. JT Comfort for Colorado, of course. JT, uh, some roots uh, here for the University of Michigan years ago. Uh, but I, it's amazing to think that that's the case, and it really shouldn't be. Uh, certainly, the NHL playoffs should be lower scoring uh, than baseball. Now, the ball, I do think this, the last week or so, we have seen the ball travel a little bit differently. Anecdotally, whether it's the weather warming, whether it's the hitters finally catching up to the lack of at-bats in spring training, it does appear that the game is getting back a little closer to normal. I also think that it's possible that at some point the hitters began to adjust to the new reality of the way the ball is traveling and perhaps are changing their offensive approach a little bit. But I think as far as the the NHL side of things, guys, you've got two teams in Colorado and Edmonton that just skate. And and you've got two of the best, I'm going to say best ever, in terms of just creative, fast, offensive playmakers in in McDavid for for Edmonton and McKinnon for Colorado. So uh, just watch it, tune in, up and down action all over the place. It's going to be a great series, and I think we saw that already in Game 1 tonight. Now, I want to ask you about a report I have here, JP, and and I I don't want you to dodge the question. You have to come through. I have a report here that uh, Wayne Gretzky, you slapped him over a fantasy football disagreement (laughs) uh, and and in, in the outfield before a game. Can you comment on that so uh first of all uh, uh i i categorically deny this report okay. but uh tommy fam and jock peterson did not and and i think i think i saw the quote from earlier today from trent rosecrans in in cincinnati the great reporter who covers the reds uh for the athletic who said that tommy fam indicated i think it was a quad injury and if i'm not if I'm not getting it exactly correct it's, it's my mistake but it was a lower body injury of some kind so tommy fam says he was scratched and not, not available to play today because of a lower, lower body injury, but he said, my hand is okay. <laughs> Insert the laugh line there, obviously uh, refer, referring to his slap of Jack Peterson over fantasy football. I, the whole thing strikes me as just bizarre and rather sad, I suppose. And the notion that uh, Jack Peterson had to be, if you would have said to us 10 years ago, that a player is going to show you uh, a, a GIF on his cell phone that he had sent into a group chat about a fantasy football league that, that superimposed the Padres logo on a weightlifter who was struggling to lift weight, um, that that would start something that became, I guess you'd call it a physical alter- altercation in the outfield during batting practice. I mean, guys, this is... There's a lot of wow in that sentence uh, that I just that rambling run-on sentence that I just mentioned on on, uh, on live radio with you. Um, it is a, quite a commentary on where we're at. Uh, I'm not sure it's a good look for really anybody, especially not Tommy Fan that there was an, actually a, a slap that went on in the middle of a batting practice discussion. But uh, be that as it may, my friends, I think one takeaway is people do take fantasy football 
quite seriously. Now, I, that, that does not include me, but I'm, uh, I'm now wise to the world of just how serious it is. Yeah, Tommy Pham developing a, a bit of a history, starting to add up uh, extra paragraphs yeah. to his Wikipedia page. Uh, with everything that he's been embroiled in over the last couple of years. Uh, Be remiss if we didn't ask uh, a little bit, JP, Gabe Kapler, his stance uh, related to the National Anthem and how that's resonating throughout Major League Baseball. Tony La Russa speaking out uh, on the other side, talking about you know the respect of the military and, and such, and Kapler for Memorial Day did come out but you know how is this received in baseball over overall is there any angst because obviously we look back to what happened in the national football league six years ago right no, i i think it's first of all it, it does not appear to be um the lead story in baseball in terms of captivating a, a lot of uh debate back and forth no the, the slap slap won the weekend no question well, <laughs> uh, for, for better or worse my friends for better right. or worse um, uh, the, the, I, it doesn't seem to have that same um, pervasiveness. And obviously, uh, Farhan Zaidi spoke recently, the GM of the Giants, in support of Gabe Kapler. Here's, here's my, my take on it. I, I think one of the parts that, of what Tony La Russa said that I think is not getting the same sort of traction and, and, uh, and messaging as the, the disagreement part was that Tony said, that he agrees that there are some issues that we have to work through as a country, which I think we would all probably take agreement of, depending on whatever your perspective is on it. But yes, there are issues to be worked through, and and in fact, he he praised Gabe for being a thoughtful person and manager. So there was a lot of respect there, talking about how much he respects Gabe. He just disagrees with the way that he is registering his complaint and, and voicing it to the public right now. And, and I think, guys, I, I, I'm certainly an optimist in many ways. This is actually, from my perspective, uh, a good demonstration of citizenship on both sides here. We're allowed to disagree. We're allowed to agree on, on the, the fundamental tenet that, yes, we have to find some ways forward that, that address concerns we have in our country. And if Tony wants to do it one way and Gabe wants to do it another, that is okay. That is, that is uh, frankly, the, the democracy that we have all grown up in. And I think the one part that Tony said that I think is, is really important is, is it matters more what you are doing on a day-to-day basis to address and effectuate the change that you're seeking than necessarily what's going on in, in that, that time during the national anthem. And I think there can be a reasonable case made on both sides of that. And I'm, for me, it's not really for me to judge what's right and what's wrong. But I, I do think what Tony has said about what we all have to do, about if it matters enough to you, you will take steps in your own personal life as a citizen about advocating for change, supporting organizations that align with the change that you want to see, that, that to me is good citizenship. So whether you align with Tony or Gabe, uh, I, I think the important thing is advocating for things that, that matter to you in a, in a constructive manner, in a way that hopefully makes the situation better. Uh, I think that's at the, at the fundamental level what our country can be and should be, and I think still to a degree throughout all the struggles still is all about. He's on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network, Fox Sports Radio, Baseball Insider. JP, as always, appreciate your time, appreciate your honesty, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Have fun. Sounds great.
great, guys. I, I tried to pay attention in civics. I hope that all sounded okay. No, it was no, it was perfect. That was perfect. Nice work, my friend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.